0: Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash booklaunch.
1: Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com.
0: Today on the Podcast Review Show, we're looking at garbled twistery. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me as always, my co-host, Eric K.
2: Johnson. You might know him as the podcast talent coach. Eric, how's it going, buddy? Very well, Dave. Glad to be back here on another episode of the Podcast Review Show. And uh, this is where we basically have somebody you can either come on with us, which is kind of the best value out of the two.
0: We look at your show. We look at the content. We look at your website. We look at your technology and the flow, uh, basically from head to toe with a fine-tooth comb. And tonight we're looking at Garbled Twistery, and joining us is Rafik Taylor. Thanks for coming on the show, Rafik. Hey. And uh, what inspired you to get into podcasting? Well, I've
3: listened to a lot of podcasts, like coming to and from work and i kind of got into them starting in college Mm. um i kind of listened to them so much that like i realized that i wanted to do one and also like i see myself as a very creative person and i feel like oh i need a creative outlet i want to write something every day and i feel and through my podcast i feel like that's how i'm able to do that and also like having an audience no matter how big or small like is gives me that little extra bit of motivation to like, yeah, I could do, I could write every day. I could make sure I could get this out every week.
0: So yeah. And so far so good. Where'd you come up with the name Garbled Twistery?
3: I I had been thinking about the name for quite a while. Um, and the reason why was because when I was in college, I took multiple history courses, really obscure ones too. Like I had this one history of Mongolia course where I had like with me in the class and that was it. And through my enjoyment of history, I'm like, I remember I would type essays and I would hand them in to my professor. My professor would be like, this is a great essay, but there's too much zest. You need to write more academically. <laughs> so <laughs> so being able to like release the zesty parts and being able to be as enthusiastic as I want allows me to give it the title Garbled Twistery. Yeah.
2: So Rafik, what what encouraged you or what enticed you to uh create a podcast rather than a blog if you love creative writing?
3: Um what enti- what enticed me into creating a podcast with my background in theater, because like I feel like if I did a blog, it just wouldn't feel like enough. Um and at a point and yeah, I do remember having a blog earlier in my life like in high school Mm -hmm. um and again again like i really like pushing and i really like speaking about what i'm interested in and i really like performing words so yeah my theater background definitely kicked in when it when i decided i want to do a podcast yeah
2: well you can definitely hear it when we uh listen to the episode we'll we'll see some of that come (laughs) out which is exciting i gotta tell you um before we dive into it I love the podcast. I love the creativity that you've added to it. And uh, we'll get into a lot of that as we review the whole show today.
0: Yeah, there are other podcasts out there about history. What do you think makes yours different?
3: Um, Well, when I listen to other hi- podcasts about history, one thing that like I feel like differenti- differentiates me is length. Um, There are short history podcasts out there, but like, their focus is to condense the facts and pre- present them in a very like news bolted kind of fashion. And while the longer are like very long, yeah. like an hour at least, <laughs> and they go into every single detail. And with my podcast, I'm less focused on the details and more focused on the delivery of the information. Hello, I'm Rafiq, and you're watching the Garbled Twistery Channel. Episode 23 of Garbled Twistery Season 1, America. We're just gonna jump right into it today. Uh, What are we uh, jumping into? Well, I know there's like a war going on, and it feels like I'm ignoring it. But I swear, I'm not. It's just, something else happened historically after the freaking fire that burned down a third of New York City, okay? Like, a super-secret super-spy guy named Nathan was caught being a super-secret super-spy, super and he was killed. Yes, his execution happened right after the whole fire thing happened, okay? And also, he's, like, totally a dude who has a bunch of statues and stuff now, so I think I want to tell you why his super-secret secret agent spy stuff was, like, crazy relevant, okay? Okay. So, little Nathan Hale grew up in Coventry, Connecticut, and he was a spoiled brat who was too smart for his own good, and I can prove it, because he studied at freaking Yale at, like, 14 years old. He was part of this um, bourgeois extracurricular club that talked about horoscopes and, like, trigonometry and Harry Potter and whether the whole enslaving people thing was really ethical or not. Yeah, and then then he graduated with honors like a freaking nerd and became a teacher at, like, 18 years old. Yeah, this dude's kind of a Beast. beast, okay? So, then, while he was teaching in New London, Connecticut, he was teaching, and then suddenly... Bang, 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 here comes the the war! war. He joins the army, bang, 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 Bang. in In less than five five months! months, becomes lieutenant, gets a letter from his best friend Benjamin, becomes lieutenant of another regiment. regiment! So, yeah, after climbing the ranks like some kind of beastly American hero stereotype, his army ends up in Manhattan...
0: So that's the the first 2 minutes of the show. A lot going on there. Oh yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> this is like this is like a a comic book version of history. It's mm. like it's the story but it's fun because it has all of this stuff going on in it. It has these characters going on in it. You know, it just it grabs you by the collar and says, "Hang on cuz we're going. <laughs> we're going for the ride." Which I love about it. There's so much personality in it you know history can be so dry and factual and uh you just add some, I, you know what this episode is only what 20 something minutes long yeah whatever it is i've actually listened to the episode three times <laughs> every time i've listened to it i've caught something different like holy cow i didn't i didn't catch that the first like this time around here this is the fourth time i've listened to the beginning part here and uh the part where he gets a letter from his friend benjamin first time I caught that line right right there fourth time I've listened to the episode and the first time I caught that line so I love the spontaneity of it it's a fine line to walk between that entertainment value and getting a little too complex is there a, a video component to your show or is it only audio podcast
3: um it's only audio so like yeah
2: <laughs> so there are some parts in this beginning here where you talk about um, watching the show or <laughs> things like that and when I when you were telling the story and there were the voices behind you it almost felt like I was I was catching just the audio portion of a video and that maybe had I been watching it those voices would have made more sense because they were a little loud and a little they were hard to understand and mm. though I've listened to this four times now I still have no idea what those people said. You know, I knew that you were trying to make the fact that they were a little uh, bougie, you know, a little uh, Harvard-esque. And, you know, and you had that little kind of uppity accent going. But the voices in the background were were a little hard to understand and a little confusing for me. And I I wasn't quite sure why they were there. But I love the fact that you're getting creative with it. And I'd love to see you continue to do that. Just figure out how la- later on in the episode, you have more of those come in and they they more poke their head in when you pause. So they're not fighting you mm. for attention. And my mind isn't trying to make sense of two things at the same time. So it makes it a little easier to understand later on in the episode. But here at the beginning, it it kind of threw me off. The one thing about the the open was that you kind of just picked up in the middle. And the one thing I would have loved to have here in the open was on the last episode, we talked about this and kind of bring me up to speed because you mm-hmm. talk about, yeah, we're in a war and, and yeah, New York burned down. But I have no idea what you're talking about because this was the first <laughs> episode I listened to. So maybe uh, maybe just like a little 15, 20 second recap last time. Yeah. You know, on the last episode, you heard this bang, bang, bang. Kind of like you do at the end of the episode where you have those outtakes. Maybe put a little some a little montage of that. You know, if you missed the last episode, here it is. Bang, 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 bang. Just the highlights. And now I'm up to speed. And now let's roll through this episode. Hmm. Yes. I love how it just grabs me and sucks me right in.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, immediately, Okay, this is not your grandpa's history uh, podcast.
2: Indeed.
0: And so the first time I was listening and I heard those voices come in, I actually was like, do I have a tab open? Like, <laughs> is there something wrong that's going on? And so then when they came back in again with the the kind of Mr. Howl, whatever was going on in the background there, mm-hmm. um, to me they were a little too loud because mm-hmm. I had to, I was trying to hear what they were saying, and then consequently I missed whatever the heck you were saying. Because I was like, what is this? And so to me, that was just a little distracting. And so I kind of agree with Eric. It's like it'd be funny if you said, um, you know, something like he was a, a spoiled rich kid or whatever, and then you
2: made some sort of <laughs> kind of thing or whatever. You know. <laughs> Maybe that's why I missed the, the his friend Benjamin part, because there were some voices going on behind that part yeah. right there. And so though it, 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 I love the fact that you're getting creative with it. Let's just figure a way to clean it up yeah. a little bit. Mm. And the fact that he was a dude with statues and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I love that line. Yeah.
0: So, um, a couple other clips I have here, and we kind of already mentioned this, but you said, and I'll, I'll play the clip here
3: Jorge and his army, yeah, they're <laughs> retreating to Harlem Heights. Um, we did talk about how this happened in one of the battle episodes, um, anyways.
0: And so I was kind of like, <laughs> as this was the first episode, I was kind of like, um,
2: and I don't know, Eric, what would you do in a case like that? Do a little quick synopsis? Not necessarily because, you know, it's it's George Washington. It's the battle that he fought. And we talked about it in one of the battle episodes. And I think that was enough. The The only thing I would have added there was uh, which episode. Hmm. Because to me, I'm listening to it going, Oh crud! We talked about we talked about some fighting. Which episode was that? Because that's the one I want to go listen to next. Yeah, and, you know, I don't I don't want to go search through all of the episodes to find the battle episode. If you would have said, you know what, we talked about that back in in episode sixteen, I'm mm-hmm. like great, writing that down. And as soon as I'm done with this one, I'm going to listen to episode sixteen because I want to hear about George Washington kicking some ass. So <laughs> that's where I'm headed next. But I don't I don't know that I would have gone into a lot of. Uh, recap of that because it, it really doesn't play a lot into the story right. other than the fact that George Washington's fighting a bunch of guys and he's getting this guy to be a spy for him hmm. okay
0: awesome the other one I had here and this is where again when the creativity comes it, it doesn't knock quietly on the door it, it bolts <laughs> in and, and grabs your attention so is here's one of those quote
3: Objection. we have physical evidence that contradicts your testimony nathan we have your letters we have your diary this case is closed unquote
0: and so <laughs> i love unquote. the i love the course of beaker from from sesame street or the muppets or whatever it was muppets, in the yeah. background it just again for me I had to really, like, what is he saying? Now, here, I've, I'm with Eric. I've heard this about four times now, and I hear where you're saying, we have your letters, we have your diaries, you know, we basically have you lock, stock, and barrel. But the first time I listened to that, because, again, I'm like, I thought, like, you were like, – I thought Beaker was saying something in the background, and then by the time I figured out that they were just going, me, 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 I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> need to listen to those guys. For me, it was a little distracting. What did you hear when you,
2: you know kinda- – I I thought the same thing. Um, I just think you're – you you're right on the the cusp of of being brilliant that you know the murmuring of the crowd as the guy makes the objection and talks over the top of them just bring that audio down a little bit when you mix it i'm not sure how you're putting all that audio together i love the fact that you're quote and then it's this fantastic audio and then it's unquote that was hilarious <laughs> and then the but just the the murmuring just needs to be the audio the the volume of it just needs to be brought down a little yeah. bit more because if it was underneath it you know and then the guys over the top and clearly he's the one that you're supposed to be listening to that would have just made it a little more polished you know that would have taken it from community theater to uh, uh full-blown production so uh, that that would have been the one thing but i love the fact that you're that you're trying new things. I love that you that you sung part of the the story earlier. <laughs> I love the echo on the nerd and the echo on the beast, you know, where you're overlaying your voice. I love this little quote where the quote truly stands out and becomes something unique. We just need to, to shine it up just a little bit. You know, it's it's almost it's almost there. But if mm. you, your audio production quality, tweak it just a hair and you're knocking it out of the park.
0: And this is probably, from, from my standpoint, um, one of my backgrounds is I, I used to play music all the time, and I had a studio in my basement, and it's weird when you are mixing your own stuff, because <laughs> you take you took all this time to make this little triangle part, or whatever the heck it is, and you end up putting it way too much into the mix, because you want to hear it, because you know how cool <laughs> that is, when sometimes yeah. it's that, that part, in this case the murmuring, is to just be low, and so... You're talking you're not talking over just empty nothing. You there's, you know, a background noise. So it's really easy, I think, sometimes to to accidentally push that fader up a little too far. And then this one that I was listening to it I, I like your kind of like we said earlier, you know, hey, this is a dude that had a statue and stuff. I like the kind of casual aspect, but when you got to this part, I was kind of like, Well, wait a minute, did you like lose your way? Let me let me play this for you.
3: So Now... Now that Nathan's dead... Um... Yeah, Nathan's dead, but, like... I can't end the episode here, because, like... I have to talk about how he's, like... He's, like, part of the lore now. Like, he's this hotshot. He's this hotshot dude who's, like, part of the lore of American history thingies. Yeah.
0: And, like... So I don't know if that was just me, Eric. Did that sound slightly <laughs> disorganized to you, or was it just
2: him being casual? Yeah, it, it, to me it felt like it was. Uh, we were missing our transition. So how do we go from yeah he got hanged, but now we need to get into okay decades, years, centuries later. How do we how do we go from the day he was hanged to now that he's there's statues of him and now he's part of the the lore of American history we we just needed to write that transition a little better.
0: Hmm. And my, some of my crutch words, one for me is, you know, I say, hmm. you know, a lot. I think we all say, um, and things like that. And if you haven't figured it out yet, your crutch word is like, <laughs> <laughs> and so you'll notice in that, that clip, if we, if I hit that again here. So
3: now, now that Nathan's dead, um, yeah, Nathan's dead, but like, I can't end that episode here because, like, I have to talk about how he's, like, he's, like, part of the lore now. Like, he's this hotshot. He's this hotshot dude who's, like, part of the lore of American history thingies. Yeah. And, like,
0: history thingy thingies. I love that. Um, That's the technical term for it. Now. I know what my crutch word is. I still say it. It's hard to overcome. So I just, it's sometimes it's like, oh, thanks for pointing that out. Now, every time you say like, you're going to go, oh, did you? But you just realize it's going to take a, a little time to, uh, to get over that. But uh, that was just, I'm with Eric. I was like, it just seemed like we kind of like, it's history. It's not like you're doing improv. You know, it's like, you know where the story is going to go.
2: So Dave, uh, you just, you just said like six times.
0: I was going to say, did
2: <laughs> excellent. Our, Not that I was counting or anything. Right.
0: <laughs> so the last clip uh, that we have, we'll go to your ending here, and then we'll get into your your website and/or lack of. So this is the <laughs> this is how you end the show.
3: Yeah. So that's the story of Spy, He's a spy guy. guy, Nathan, Nathan Hell yeah. yeah. Next <laughs> time, <laughs> back <laughs> to the <laughs> <bands>. <laughs> We're going to go to Canada, battling in Canada. See you next <laughs> This is the ending. I'm ending it now. Horoscopes and, like, trigonometry and Harry Potter and whether the whole enslaving people thing was really ethical or not.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eric, I'll let you go first.
2: <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, like uh, okay. So the beginning part of this of the conclusion is like so yeah, there it is. That's the story. Done. You know, and now we're going to end it, which <laughs> I thought was hilarious. The fact that it's over. Like that's the the ending is is kind of the anti-ending, which I found I found entertaining. It was so anti-conclusion that it made it entertaining. But then the the tease for next week, again, the production quality, the nur, 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 underneath it, I couldn't understand what you no said. Was, and yeah. I, I've listened to it four times now, and I still don't know what <laughs> other than we're talking about battles next week. I have no idea <laughs> what it's about, because all I could hear was nur, 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 and I'm, so there I'm lost. <clears throat> and then and then after that, the Harry Potter and stuff was was funny, but I have no idea what that means. Was that is that a reference to earlier shows or is that an outtake of this show? Or it's
3: actually a quote from the
2: episode itself. Yeah. From this episode? Yes. (laughs) Was 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 that line in the episode somewhere? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to it four times. How did I not hear that? I, oh, look, that's a, okay. I have no idea where I missed Harry Potter somewhere in the, <laughs> in the episode, but, um, I love the fact that the ending was unique. And again, I go back to what I said at the very beginning of this episode is I love your creativity. And there's that fine line between knocking it out of the park and, and hitting the dribbler to the pitcher. I mean, because it's, you're, you're making connection with the ball. But one of them's one of them's getting you the home run and one of them's just another sent back to the dugout. And I think you're close because you're making contact with the ball. We're we're getting some great entertainment. There's just those little edges we need to rub off. For instance, there are times when you go into these these accents, kind of like what you did right there at the end, where you take your voice and all of a sudden you get the crazy wacky guy, you know, and and. I like that part of your show because you get wacky and you get crazy, but it's not a consistent character. Sometimes you're that guy. And sometimes you're like uh fast times at Ridgemont high Spicoli guy. And, <laughs> I mean, There's all these different sorts of voices that you do. And if you think of comics, comics usually have their patter and then they have their crazy guy. Like if you think of Robin Williams, when he did his stand-up, he had his guy and then he had like the crazy guy. Hmm. But it was just one of the two. You know, he didn't have like 17 different voices. That he <laughs> you know, and if you think of uh, like Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman was Andy Kaufman or he was the really weird, wacky Andy Kaufman. But those were the only two that Andy did because you're A or you're B. So I think you might benefit with some consistency in the character that you develop in your show where your normal Rafiq guy. Where, hey, you know, I'm just giving you the history. I'm just the dude who you and I are hanging out. And then occasionally you go into this crazy, wacky guy, which is I'm good with. But make it make that the character that you that's your default character. Does that make sense? um Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, so that way we're not going in 17. I'm not going, oh, who is? Is he doing a voice? Because then when you do voices of the the guy making the objection or something like that. I know you're doing the voice of that guy. It's not just some character that you're that all of a sudden's creeping out of your head again, and we're going in a different <laughs> direction. So I think if you could if you could define your character that that crazy guy a little bit better, and then make that your default character, then you can keep doing your other voices as you tell the story. I think that just kind of tightens it up a bit and makes the humor uh, a little more accessible. To to the common guy listening to the show.
0: Yeah, I, but, I, th- I think you would have less chance of people going. Is that part of the story or is that a punchline? Because you, you've <laughs> yes. got it's a little more stable that way.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I think, when it ended. I think I, the writing is great. I think the writing is great. And I think the way you interject your humor into the show is a lot of fun. Uh, all I'm trying to do is is help you just polish that comedy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it was because uh, especially the end was like you played those out. Was that an outtake or what was that?
3: Um, yeah, that was like an intake, I guess, for like, because at the end of every episode, I like to grab a quote that I enjoy from the episode and I just toss it at the end. OK, because
0: <laughs> I, I was with Eric. It was like, wait, what's that? And then it, just about the time I was like, what is that? And it was like, boom, it's over. <laughs> and I was like, that was a different ending. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely one of the more creative in a good way, podcasts that we've listened to in our, we always well, we send you over a little survey and I asked like, what is your website? And you gave us facebook.com yeah. slash garbled twistery. <laughs> and in iTunes, if you click on your website, it sends you over to SoundCloud. And yeah. so um, have you put any thought into having garbled Um Yeah, I have. Have I have put thought
3: into it. Um, but like and like I don't know what's preventing me from doing it. It's just like it's just a matter of like me sitting down doing the research and like getting getting the website done.
0: Yeah. Cause you could go to GoDaddy or any place. Coolerwebsites.com com is my little GoDaddy place. You can buy a domain for like twelve bucks a year and go in and just say, hey, when somebody goes to this website go to soundcloud.com slash whatever your, your SoundCloud page is or something of that nature. Yeah. And that way you could at least do a call to action. Like when you say like, Hey, we talked about this in a previous episode. If you want to find it, it's episode number, you know, 37. You can find that out at garbledtwistery.com. It yeah. just makes it easier as opposed to try to find me on the internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like-
0: yeah. Cause it really is. It's only like 10 bucks a month. Um, if you want to make your own website, that's like another 10 bucks or I'm sorry, domains are like $10 a year. Uh, and if you want to have your own website, that's like $10 a month, something like that. Um, so that was the only thing it just, it makes it easier to, uh, for people to find you Mm -hmm. because places like SoundCloud and, and Facebook, even like, there's no way for you to put like a subscription button. On there, So people can subscribe on iTunes and, you know, Stitcher and all the other fun places that you want to do that. So you're missing out on um, kind of easier ways to grow your audience. The other thing I noticed is in iTunes, you know, you have a very unique name. So the good news is nobody else is type, you know, saying, what should I call my show? I know Garbled (laughs) Twistery. So it's very unique. So it'll be easy to find for those of you that know the name. But Mm. You have in your description, it just says uh, uh, a retelling of common history in the most unconventional style. But you might want to put something like garbled twistery and then a colon and then put something like, you know, a retelling of common history in a most unconventional style. Because the iTunes only searches the the name of the show, the name of the author and the title of the episodes. And uh, depending on let me look at your iTunes here real quick. In many cases, the word history is not in any of those, you know, ones like, you know, there's there's so it's easy to find you if they type in Twistery. But the person that doesn't know you exist is probably going to type in history podcast. So you need to find a way to get the word history somewhere in your show title to Mm -hmm. uh, help you get found and get more downloads. The other thing. Is when I looked at your MP3 file, and this is not a, a big deal. How are you making your your show? What what tools are you using?
3: Um, I use Audacity, and then I use my A two hundred USB mic thingy, and I just record. I yeah, I record myself, take the episode, yeah, and then when I finish, I usually save I save the Audacity file, and then I export as MP3.
0: Got it. Then there's, there's one little thing that you're doing when you're exporting as an MP3. There are two different ways to create your file. Well, Actually, I take that back. There's like a million different ways to make your file. But when it comes to an MP3, you can either do a constant bit rate or a variable bit rate. And unfortunately, you're choosing variable, variable bit rate. And most people do that because they're trying to make their file size smaller. And in theory, the idea behind the technology was... That it, it keeps it stereo, keeps it sounding good, and then when things aren't stereo, it'll kind of smush the file down a little bit. So it makes a smaller file, which is easier to download, and, and it's supposed to sound great. The bad news is, is it causes all sorts of weird playback issues, and it's not, it, it's like it's different players. And what will happen is somebody will go, and they'll click pause on a player, and then when they go to hit play, it starts back at the beginning again. Or mm. let's say you have an episode that's 7 minutes and 36 seconds long. With some players, it'll show that it's, you know, 17 minutes or something. So mm. it, it shows up a little weird in the display and things like that. And the cool thing is I see where you're using SoundCloud as your media host. They don't care. Like, you're not up against some sort of storage limit. Uh, it's I think it's <laughs> 15 bucks a month for as much as you feel like uploading, which is why that poor place keeps losing money hand over fist. <laughs> but... Um, it's it's so you could go in the next time you do this, I would just choose constant bit rate. And then uh, you could either do common bit rates are like 64 mono, uh, because most of this actually I take that back because you do things stereo. So you'd want to yeah. do stereo. So you could do like 128 kilobits per second stereo and just choose constant bit rate, which would be pretty much close to what you had because the file you had ended up being. OK, I see you were going 192. That actually is a little overkill. But again, and and not so much for SoundCloud, but for people's phones, people that download this stuff to their phone, you're taking up a little more room than you really need to. And I, I think if you listen, unless you're in a quiet room, you know, smushing your headphones into your head, you're not going to probably notice much of a difference between 128 kilobits per second stereo and 128. Um, but I saw where you were, um, that's where I saw you were doing the whole variable bit rate. And it ended up saying it was, because I remember I, I looked at it, and it said yes. Your overall bit rate was 194, and I went, "That's not normal." And so when I when I looked at it, I was like, "Ah, oh, he's using variable bit rates. So uh, that would be the only thing I saw that. Uh, and again, it's one of those things where you might play it on five different players and it works fine, and you're like, "I, I think Dave's crazy." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, somebody will go, "I'm trying to use this in such and such app, and it doesn't work, or you know, it looks funny, or things like that." So, um, but that was the only thing that really technology-wise, most of your volume was pretty level. Uh, That was the other thing I noticed. There were were times when, like, the objection obviously was very loud, but um, nothing that was making me, you know, turn it down because it was too loud or too soft or things like that. So uh, on the technology side, I just, to me, I was like, I I would invest the $10 a year and get a domain name. It just makes you look a little better and easier. And Mm -hmm. Eric, any other thoughts on uh, just kind of the...
2: I love the the website idea, and I and Rafik, I don't think you need a you know full blown dramatic website that yeah. you have to pay a web guy <laughs> to design or anything like that. Just something that's pretty easy built on WordPress. You can install an easy theme, just so you or, or pay somebody you know a couple dollars to install it for you, where you can just upload each episode to make it easy to find. That's mm. really. Um, that's really all we 're saying. just make it make the experience for your listener a lot easier, just like when dave's mentioning the show title, you know I love the the garbled twistery name of the show, but just adding the you know a, a, a unique look at the history of America or the world or whatever it is in to that title just adds history there and makes it more searchable we're just talking about making the experience. Easier for your listener and more useful for you as you're trying to grow the audience.
0: Mm. Yeah, because you've got great titles for your episodes. There are things like Mighty Morphin Independence and you know 877 Land Now and all these other creative titles that and they're doing kind of what they're supposed to do, the founding of Five Guys. I like that. Right. Uh in all these different ways that again are are either going to entertain you and kind of make you go, wait a minute. Again, this is not my grandpa's history kind of <laughs> podcast. What the heck is that? And it's just it's a uh, it's tipping your hand that hey, there's a story here that we're going to talk about, and so uh, that would just be a, another way to you know get some attention from Google and uh, get some more listeners your way. And plus, you'd be able to uh, have subscribe buttons. If you want to see something, I do a um it's it's actually kind of a, I did it as a joke. It's a show called the Podcast Rodeo Show where I just listen mm-hmm. to to little baby snippets of podcasts. And that's on a free WordPress site. Um, The only Mm -hmm. thing that's weird is you have to get the direct link in this case to your SoundCloud file, which is a pain in the butt when Mm -hmm. you're on SoundCloud because you have to dig through the RSS feed, but I'm using another media host that I typically don't recommend, but that's actually, all you need is a, a, an about page to explain to people, you know, kind of what your show's about. And then you can write a little, you know, paragraph about the show. That'll get you some, Uh, Google juice that helps drive people over to your website. And then a page to, uh, you know, basically subscribe to the show. And that's where you can put your links to iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn and all the other fun filled places like that. And then I have other things over there for the school of podcasting and for this show, but that's actually on a, a free WordPress site. And the only thing I think about is on occasionally at the bottom of a post, they will say, click here to upgrade and make this message go away. Well, that sh- that show wasn't it's supposed to be a joke i wasn't even going to do it longer than uh, a couple weeks so i wasn't going to invest in a, a website so um that is something that you could could look into if uh, if budget is your issue so uh any other questions for us as we get ready to wrap things up
3: um no no questions your suggestions all made make a whole lot of sense um especially when you're talking about like audience accessibility um because yeah i totally want my podcast to be easily findable
2: <laughs> yeah, as
3: easily findable as possible so
2: well i think you have a uh, an incredibly unique podcast when it comes to history it's unlike anything that's out there and the last thing dave and i want to do is remove that creativity from your show we're just trying to help you polish it a little bit it's it's kind of like uh, getting notes from the director at the end of a performance we're just trying to help you tweak tweak a few of your a few of your approaches here and there to yeah to polish it up a little bit because i think i think you're on to something that's incredibly entertaining i love the production value of the show overall i love the brevity of it i love the fact that it's 18 or 20 minutes long that you can get a little uh just a story the the storytelling's incredible just a few tweaks here and there and uh you're you're really got something that that uh, I think a lot of people can get onto. So if we if we tighten up the the comedy in your writing just a hair, and then make it easily accessible mm-hmm. through the website, um, you're you're going to be up and running. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're off and running.
0: Yeah, and this is where if you could find a even if it was just one kind of target listener, somebody to give you a different set of ears that aren't yours to say, hey, listen to this, and then you could say, listen to this little clip here. Can you still hear what I'm saying? And if they go, no, there was you know too much murmuring or or something like that. (laughs) Then you know to go back and and you know down that just just get an outside set of ears and somebody that's you know I always kind of say, hey, can you listen to this and talk about it like I'm not in the room? And Um, somebody that will give you a a bit of honest feedback to help you with some of your mixing. But I'm with Eric. I, I really can't add much to it. It's super creative just a couple little things. It's like, Ooh, this would have been better if this had just come down a little bit and this had gone up a little bit. I still, I almost want to sample the uh, objection uh, that came through <laughs> loud and clear.
2: And uh, so I love the singing part The when you, when you <laughs> broke into song in the middle of it to tell the story, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. So Eric, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me anytime you'd like over at podcast, talent, coach.com.
0: And you can find me over at school of podcasting.com. If you want to find, this show, it's really easy. Garbled Twistery is just the way it sounds. It's garbled, G-A-R-B-L-E-D. Twistery is twist with O-R-Y at the end. Just type that into uh, iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are uh, distributed. And uh, if you'd like to be in share, chair, you can simply go over to podcastreviewshow.com. Click on the review button. There are two ways to do that. If you are uh, somebody who's on the other side of the pond and you don't want to get up at two in the morning to have your show reviewed, there is a version, kind of a light version, where we can review show without you. Thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Podcast Review Show.
1: Thanks for tuning in to our show. If you'd like to get reviewed, go to com slash review me. Want to give us a review? Go to podcastreviewshow.com slash iTunes. Links to today's podcast along with ways for you to connect with us can be found at our website at podcastreviewshow.com. Looking for an in-depth review? Need some podcasting pointers? Sign up for a coaching session with Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the
3: world, one download at a time.
0: Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods To help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for. Absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on, and it's happening very, very soon. March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com booklaunch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book lunch. I can't wait to see you there.